Let's fucking do it. You ready? Arizona. Welcome to a Saturday night right here in Phoenix, Arizona. we're good i think we ventured that is like eh, you do what you do the problem comes when you're like oh i'm a staunch republican running on family values and i can't look at that stuff and then you find out oh yeah he's been meeting people in park bathrooms to suck some shit gory yeah. holes oh yeah it, the, the 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 thing is, is like people wouldn't care if he was sucking the problem is that he says he wasn't and then he was and that's where the problem is it's the lying we don't the care problem. if you suck it we just don't want you to lie about it agreed yeah that's exactly what it is if you're in, if you're in office just say yeah I uh, I was in the park bathroom last night. Don't worry about it. I'm 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 ready to 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 govern your city council meeting. Uh, I can be your mayor and also be in the parks and rec department. So so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, this is a great start to a session here. This, I don't know if I can even release this. Tr- Trump was here this week, right? He went down to Mexico. Trump canceled his appearance here, didn't he? Oh, he did. I thought he did. But he went to Mexico. He did. I thought he was here. He went to Mexico I and then came I feel up. like he canceled the Arizona thing. Oh. Because protesters or something? Maybe. I thought it went off without a hitch. And you had like some people in a drum, like there was natives that had a drum circle across the side of the street. I don't know. Too much NPR. I, maybe, maybe that is true. Maybe so he was in Mexico and he met the president, uh, talked with him for an hour behind oh, closed doors. Oh, it was canceled and then it was on. Donald go. Trump tweets his Arizona immigration speech is on again. Yeah, a little curveball there. Yeah. So he did go to Mexico, and he said, we're going to make the Mexicans pay for the wall. And the president of Mexico said, no, you're not. Yeah. He and then Donald Trump said, we, we didn't talk about that. And yeah. I actually, the Mexican president said, we did, we did talk about that. Yes. I told him no. Mm-hmm. And uh, fuck him. Yeah. But, so the, the Mexican people are upset because they didn't get like an apology. The, the president should have made him apologize for his... Is that the position of all Mexican people? Um, that was my opinion. <laughs> I don't, are, are you a Mexican person? I don't know. Uh, You're not a Mexican person. Let me spoil this for the listeners. Dan is not a Mexican person. I'm more Mexican than Trump. <laughs> yes, that is very true. <laughs> I think just by being born in Arizona. Maybe, yeah. You're, more, you're probably... Because this is, this is actually Mexico, you know. And Irish people are pretty close to Mexicans. If you look at the grand scheme of things. I don't think that's things. a true thing. Um, Mexican-Irish, man. Mexican-Irish. You say, a, that, you, say that like, you say that like it's a trump card. How many how many Mexican Irish couples I can think of? Okay, three. we do know a couple of Mexican Irish people. Yes, uh, Carlos O'Brien's great fucking food. Carlos O'Brien's is yeah. a good restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is true. Anyway, the whole point of me bringing up Trump is we should have built the wall while he was fucking down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah we should have. <laughs> but who who's gonna pay for it, Dan? I, I mean, bet you the Mexicans would have paid. No, wait, they, they don't want him down there. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the Americans is a surefire way to get the Americans support. There you more. go. That's how we get the American support behind oh, it. God, we send Trump down there and then build it behind him. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, we missed an opportunity then. That was good. Other, <laughs> other than that, Donald Trump. I don't know if that actually went or didn't. Mm. I love the uh, fact-checking Donald Trump's immigration speech in Arizona. It's an NBC thing, which I think is liberal spin. 
you know. NPC. Uh, what did you know about the um, SpaceX blowing up with Facebook's satellite? Was that Facebook's satellite? Oh, I'm glad. Yeah. Fuck Facebook's satellite. That was because Facebook is trying to, to like. Facebook is saying we're doing this altruistic thing. We're bringing internet to, to yeah. third world countries where we need to bring information freedom and get people, you know, not addicted, uh, attached to the internet so that they can they can have a higher quality of life and they can have free education. They can da da da. The problem with that is that Facebook is bringing a walled garden that only goes to Facebook's internet. Is that what it is? Yes. So they're not going. They're not connecting you to the open and free internet. They're connecting you to Facebook's network. And then, uh, which I have a huge fucking problem with. That's why. Hey, <laughs> that's funny. Fuck Facebook. And that shit blew up. They probably lost like what two million dollars, two billion dollars, something like that. How much do you think I cost? I don't actually know how much it cost, but it, and Zach, I think I saw a figure. It was either two hundred million or it wouldn't be two hundred billion. It was like two hundred ninety million. Two point one. Okay. Two hundred million. Something. Z- Zachariah Mastiff. No, what's his name? <laughs> Zachariah Stitchin. No, 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 no. Zachariah Facebook. Mastiff. What's his name? Mark Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg. Okay. He was saying that he was sad for Zachariah the, uh, Mastiff yeah. of Facebook. You know, he was sad because um, the uh, because for the uh, poss- the entrepreneurs of Africa. Yeah, he, he's he's a big fucking liar because <laughs> the, it's Facebook's internet. It's not the free and open internet like uh-huh. what what I support. Uh-huh. Then you know the the net neutrality argument is like anyway. Regardless, it's going to be connected to the Facebook's little walled garden, and that's not a good thing. And there were, so, okay, you figure Facebook lost money, <coughs> um, SpaceX lost money, whoever built the satellites, I think there's a French company that built the satellite, they lost money. Uh, space is dangerous, Dan. Rockets yeah. are big, giant, explosive, phallic objects that fly into yeah. space at millions, not millions, at thousands of miles per hour. Mm-hmm. Shit's going to blow up every now and then. Yeah, it does, it does. Like, yeah, 10% this, of launches fail, I'd be okay with that. This isn't governmental, this is... It, this is um, this is all private, isn't it? This is private. This is SpaceX kind of, launching a Facebook launch. Even if it was governmental, the, I would still like be okay f- with ten percent loss. It was a foray for the private industry, right? So they'll lose. Well, SpaceX has already had several failures, and, Sp- and Trump is, yeah. or Trump, Musk is basically like, uh, rockets are hard. Yeah, things can blow <laughs> up. Uh, we're good, which I totally support because yeah, it's hard. It's yeah. science. You're going to have a lot of failures until you figure out how it actually works, and then you're going to have a lot of successes. Hopefully the successes outweigh the failures. Yes. And you get there in a reasonable Fingers amount of time crossed. without killing people, which they're doing because all of those have been unmanned. Mm-hmm. So, eh, I'm okay with it. Science yeah. is, is messy. I heard that uh, NASA opened up all its research. They open-sourced everything? Open-sourced everything. And released the patents or whatever. Yeah. So I mean, they already All it, their research is public. It already was public, but they made it more available. Ah. And the same thing, I know Elon Musk did that too with uh, Tesla's thing. That was, Tesla that has, was more like a year Tesla ago. has always been that way. Yeah. From its inception, Tesla has always been open source. The, Tesla has said to everyone, we will not sue you if you use one of our patents to make something. Mm. Because they want people to make electric cars because it helps them get electric cars adopted. Yeah, infrastructure and <clears throat> not built. Yeah, exactly. So they need infrastructure to support their electric cars. Consumers. That helps Tesla's bottom line. Yeah. So Tesla has always been open. Mm-hmm. NASA has always been open because they're a government entity. So, so I wonder what was different about them releasing more research or something like that. Uh, they may have like made it more available. Like a publicity like, thing. It's one of those like all of this stuff is available, but it's buried in some box in some warehouse somewhere, and they don't really know where it is. But now they've cataloged everything, and they've get, they've said here's an easy way to get to it. So that's kind of what it is. Like they've released it by making it more available. 
Um, the Trump, the Trump thing to go. Do we want to go back to that? Or should I like? I don't know. It's kind of annoying when we talk about one thing and then we circle back to something else and then we circle back again. I don't like. I mean, I don't know how many people listen to this like Trump. You figure it's Arizona. I'm gonna guess that our demographic isn't aren't Trump supporters, but there are a lot of young people who do like Trump, and I don't know how that works. I am who I am, and I don't care. But okay. I just yeah. you're not a Trump supporter, I don't think. Maybe no, you're I, a secret Trump supporter. I, we have a couple of those at work where they say they don't support Trump, but I know that they're going to vote Trump. Not that it matters to me. I have honestly written off the presidential election because I have realized the president doesn't matter that much. I don't. That, okay, I'm. 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 I'm that's on point. I think that the president, for me, is not someone who makes a bunch of change to our legislature no. and things like that. The, 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 he's the, not the, a legislator. He's an executive. The manager. job that he does is like a primary ambassador. I mean, I guess you could say that was like secretary of state or something as a primary ambassador. But I think that he's the, the face of our democracy exactly is the face of the of the U.S. Yes. Not just the democracy, but of, of us. Like he, yes. whoever that is, the U.S. The us. way they speak. Uh, <laughs> that. No, I totally know what you mean. He's the elder statesman. He's uh, or the stateswoman, depending on how it works out. But they're the face of our democracy. They're the they're the leader of the free world, supposedly. Yes. And so, being that they are the primary, in my mind, the primary ambassador, the I like people who are eloquent. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I feel confident when they go and sit down with twenty other world leaders. Mm-hmm. You know, in some summit, you want somebody who's not going to like back down or make a gaffe, like <laughs> vomiting the broccoli onto the Chinese minister. Like, <laughs> our younger listeners would probably not even get that. It's yeah. uh, it's a funny thing. Um, <laughs> you, you want somebody who's not going to be like an asshole, or who's not going to, you know, yeah. cause a war on some diplomatic gaffe. But then again, like the millennial generation, my gen- like I don't, I don't stand on formalities anymore so much. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't hold grudges <clears throat> so much. Every now and then, there's a nice grudge that I hold. I don't hold grudges. I don't stand on formalities. If someone flies down, it's not a big deal. Hey, it flies down. Don't worry about it. I'm not like gonna like. Oh my god! Did you see their fly was down? Oh my god! Oh my god! We're talking about that. Uh, there's a that extends out to diplomacy among nations where you don't have like he didn't use the right fork. We're going to war, which you could have probably had at the turn of the 19th century. I hope that's never happened. Or the 20th century, <laughs> in like 1890s, when you had uh, the Tsarina, if you like made a if you winked at the Tsarina, you probably would have gone to a land war with Russia. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Like that could know. have happened. Who knows? Maybe. I don't think I don't I don't know if I like I don't I bet know. you if you winked at Putin we'd go to war. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because Putin right. does not like gay people. Yeah. Right. Uh, they've been cracking down. He on probably that also bit. doesn't like Angela Merkel. Angela. Angela? Angela Merkel. Angela Merkel. Yeah. Merkel. You know who does like Angela Merkel? Yeah. Uh, Bush. Forty three. Bush forty three. Yeah. He gave her a back rub. Oh yeah. She did not she did not like it. <laughs> it was really just like a, he was like a, hey how you doing and he, he put his hands on her shoulders and she, and she was like fuck no <laughs> just cringed yep I know she also doesn't like dogs and I saw a picture where Vladimir Putin was letting his big bear like dog in the room and she was yeah that's a that's an intimidation tactic yeah yeah that's a that's a thing uh, like that could be that could be cause for war back in the day too I like to think that we're above that now but you know who knows who knows World War Three was started by a dog. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be fought over water. 
It might be. How's our water situation? I talked to the. No, I told you about the water thing. I'm, I wish I used less water. Yeah. I'm trying to be more conscious about it. I don't think you're the Cognizant. problem, Dan. I don't think I'm the problem. I don't think consumers are the problem. I think there are larger issues, but. Yeah, because I'm talking about like, oh, like I've gone over 100 gallons or something. Yeah. It, you, and that's. In aggregate, if everyone does that, that is a bad thing. Several problems are. <laughs> Do you know uh, Saudi Arabia has been coming over here and stealing our water? Stealing water? Well, yes. How do they steal water? Saudi Arabia. So Saudi Arabia. Them. They come down with like, a helicopter and a bucket. <laughs> Just... they, have, they have a lot of horses. Yes. They have a lot of livestock. They need alfalfa hay. Okay. Instead of buying alfalfa hay from mm -hmm. us or buying Which alfalfa would make hay. It, so I was... Or creating a way to irrigate their own alfalfa fields and create alfalfa. They have come to Cochise County down way south, east of Tucson. Mm -hmm. And they have bought up huge swaths of land and they're growing alfalfa using water from here and importing that alfalfa back to Saudi Arabia. Okay. So what they're ostensibly doing is they're using our water mm -hmm. because they don't, they don't want to build their own infrastructure to desalinate water yeah. over there and grow their own foods. They're, they're, not, they're not doing a trade with us. They're not, not letting us grow it and then sell it to them. Yes. They're coming here and using our cheap subsidi subsidized water, mm -hmm. which America has always had cheap water. Yeah. So they're using our cheap water and they're basically having the government subsidize that for them to grow that stuff and then send it back to Saudi Arabia. So you're mm -hmm. actually having like Saudi companies registered in Saudi Arabia buying land in Arizona to use our water to mm -hmm. grow shit to send back, which is kind of fucked up. <laughs> but not stealing. It's a loophole in the law that lets them get very cheap water at the expense of our water future. Yes. And they don't give a fuck because when our water dries up, they'll just go somewhere else. I was picturing like a... like a. Um, They're like drinking a, our milkshake. Like, like an old Batman cartoon. I drink your milkshake! Fucking there will be blood. Sorry. Go ahead. I was thinking about like a big... Like the Batman... What's it? You know, the Batman where he's got the bomb and he's running... Like some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. Like that Batman uh, where there's people uh, Adam, stealing water. Adam, Adam West, West running around yes. with a giant cartoon bomb. Yes. Like, where do I put this? Oh, there's the nuns. Where do I put this? Oh, there's the school kids. The marching band. Yeah. <laughs> some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. That's kind of the way it is. It's like there's one of them coming down actually like middle of the night stealing water. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's like that. It's uh it's far more insidious. It's We're, legal. Yeah. And they're doing it in front of everyone's faces and no one's oh. able to say shit. So yeah. that's a problem. That is not the largest problem. That is definitely not like, they're not the boogeyman, mm -hmm. but they're a problem. Do you think that uh, we have, when do you think we're going to have a, an issue with water? Like five years, 10 years, 20 years? Soon. Five years. Five years. I'm thinking five to eight. Yeah. Somewhere in there. Worried about it. Uh, I don't think it's going to be like, I don't think it's going to be a catastrophe. I think we're going to have to like cut back and like we're going to have to. Rationing? We're going to have to ration. Uh, there'll be institutional changes. And what I hope doesn't happen is that they crack down on agriculture. As we said last time, oh. so whatever is like, oh, what do you, what do you fucking yeah. eat? Uh, like, I don't yeah. want them to, to do agriculture, but it's, it's a tricky subject. Me and you are not going to solve this. No. Arizona has had classically good water conservation. Um, the current administration, Dushi, is not doing good things with that so there's that i don't know i don't know how it's going to work out uh we might have to reduce the population that might be a thing decimation <laughs> yes <laughs>
But the problem with decimation is it only reduces it 10%. Oh. We, we need to, to reduce like 30%. I don't know the... Decimation Latin. is the Roman Empire would yes. come along. They would, they would take over your town. They would say, you surrender to us. Yes. And you'd say, fuck you, we're going to fight you. The Romans would kill you because they fucking win. So yeah. they would take over and your army is like, we surrender. I'm like, that's great. Line up. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, Ooh. you're dead. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, you're dead. Yes. Decimation literally means we're going to take every tenth guy yeah. and they're dead. <laughs> yes. We're going to decimate you by 10%. That's why it's decimal decimation. I don't know the Latin word for the, pref the prefix for 30, though. It probably is like 30. That's Spanish for 30. Yes, but Spanish <laughs> is kind of based on Latin. <laughs> It's more of a Latin language than English is. Trentamation? Uh, no. <laughs> That's dark. What do you? What's your Google string for that? What's the word for killing thirty percent of the population? <laughs> when I want to reduce the population of Arizona by thirty percent, what do I call it? What would it be called? Oh, genocide. Yes. No, no, no. What I meant by that, reducing that, and <clears throat> NSA, what I meant by reducing the population is yeah. we're going to have to have people move away. People are going to, because waters are going to become expensive, and it's going to be hard to have your stupid championship golf lifestyle oh here. God, so, course. people are going to move away. Speaking of which, I'm playing golf tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> not on a championship course. It's all fine. I, you do what you do. I'm not even going to... Again, so this is, the, this is the, the presidential election. Politics in America... And I'm using my politician uh, hand motions. Like, Politics in America. Put a focus... pen in there like Bob Dole. Yeah. <laughs> you know why Bob Dole holds a pen? Yeah, it's a war hand thing. His hand doesn't work. And he holds a pen so that people don't try and shake his hand. It's in his right hand. So he holds a pen in his right hand because he doesn't want people to shake his hand. Because they look at the pen and they go, oh, he can't shake his hand. So they use their left hand. Hmm. It's to save face. I for have... other people, not for himself. I have a new way that I want to shake people's hand. How's that? I want to go up to them, give them a fist bump. Yeah. And then open up and shake. <laughs> that is not a thing you should do, Dan. We are very old friends, it's and I'm very, very comfortable alpha. with you, and that was uncomfortable as hell. It's very alpha dog, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was a little, like, um, I don't even know how to put that. I did not enjoy that. So you go up to give you someone go to a, fist give bump, a fist bump, and then as they get close, you open up, and then you give Grab them the open palm fist. and shake their, palm, shake their whole fist. <laughs> Didn't like that. I have to say, Dan, I didn't like that. I'm going to do that to people like, yeah, put it in. Oh, man. Give them the open <laughs> So how did our thing evolve? How did That's this evolve? I don't know. This Simple? is a thing that me and you have always done, but I don't feel appropriate doing it with other people necessarily. I've, but also I've seen other people do it with each other. I did it with another guy at work the other. Like the first time I shook his hand, he yeah. was... Every now and then, like, I'll come up to somebody and it just feels right to do that thing with that person. But yeah. I don't know why. why. Why are there different handshakes for different people? It's, I think it's a hipness. Okay. I think it might be just that demographic of like, that was cool kind of in the day. And it, Is it like, that was the handshake that was cool when you came of age? Like in 2004 or whatever? Maybe. I don't know. I like, and when, when I do it so naturally, other people that look at me like, damn, that's a cold ass honky. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying there's a racial component to this? No, I mean. Here's the other thing. I'm saying. I do have a couple of black friends at work that. Mm -hmm. Uh, this has come up with, mm -hmm. and there's been that like awkward like, we're gonna shake hands, but I can tell that they're not quite in the traditional white guy. I'm gonna shake your hand mode, so mm -hmm. it's like oh, and then I'll just do the thing I do with you, which <laughs> happens to be works out because yeah, they're very smooth. Yeah, that's it. I'm gonna go ahead and strike all of this. 
<laughs> I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> it's racist. It's not. So all I'm saying is that like there's a there's different handshakes that I use with different people. David mm-hmm. and I have the Roman thing. Mm-hmm. We grasp each other's forearm. Yes. Like I don't know why. It's a Roman forearm handshake. Thing. Yeah. Um, so I definitely have different classes of handshakes, and it's not based on class or race or anything. I don't know what it's based on, but it's like subconscious. I don't know if that's a common feature, of just maybe maybe that's a feature of being a man. It's like you have a different handshake with different people. I'm going to like I have a like my my. I have a good grip, but I don't like when people purposely do the hard. I was I was working with I another, a lot of old guys, and the and old they guys make, they make it a thing. They I make just, it a fucking point. I was working with somebody on a weather station at Zuni Hills. Nice guy. Yep. But his handshake lasted uh, half of a second too long and ended with a crush. And I was like, I don't want to crush this old guy's hand. Uh, but they're doing it. Uh, like I they're, know. They know what they're doing. So like the, the uh, so I shook his hand a total of three times throughout the course of the day. Yeah. You know, like, hey, good to meet you. All right, I'll see you later. Oh, I, I saw you again. And the third time, it was a normal handshake. Yeah. The, He's proven what, you, you've worked it out. Uh, yes. It took three three times to have like a good firm handshake. Like, hey, all right. I respect you, older tech guy works mm-hmm. on radio stuff you could just tell yeah he's a hammer yeah maybe i don't i don't know but he if he said that he if he started talking about ham radio that would be <laughs> what's your call sign old timer yeah <laughs> yeah kn3089 yeah anyway um yeah handshake. just next time you go up to him just go dot 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 dash 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 dot dot dash and he'll be like i know a guy dash, 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 dot, dash. i had lunch with that guy two weeks ago he was actually radio. uh yeah bob bob, bob. cool guy Bob the ham radio operator? He doesn't have a ham radio. He was a radioman in the Navy. And he, are you sure he's not a hammer? Yeah, I know a he's ham not operator. a hammer. Yeah, I'm sure. Are, are but sure? He, he knows Morse code. Because radio operators in the Navy, that's like the prime demographic that become ham operators. He doesn't have ham radio. Yeah, okay. I know this. But he's a radioman. Yeah. He talks about it and he can speak dot and dash. He's like, you know. <laughs> he can speak dot and dash. Do people do that? I was making a, a joke. But... He can tell you. Yeah, he can speak the letters to you. Okay. Yes. Like, he knows how an A and blah, blah, blah. He's, like, fluent yeah. in Morse code, and he speaks in dot dash. I'm sure. Being yeah. a radio man of the Navy, that yeah. do it. So he was good because he was a touch typist. He he went in, and he was a touch typist, so when the other guys would hear, you know, dot, oh, that's an A, you know, dot, 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 dash, you know, mm-hmm. that's a B and a C or whatever. I don't know what they are. <clears throat> he could type quickly. So as he learned what the dots and dashes meant, he could, so they're like, okay, you're a radio man because you know a little bit about computers. You can touch type. We're sticking to you. You're gonna be more because he's radio man. And he learned all that. Cool guy. This this guy also. Um, what what uh, what era was he in? So he's probably seventy something. Okay. So 50, Korea. Korea. I'm guessing Korea. Yeah. So uh, he also. Well, let's see. He he was. He's New York. Thick New York accent. Is that a commentary in American culture that we can guess which war you were involved with based on your By age? Your age? Um, We've been in wars so. so many times in the 20th, 20th century yeah. that we can just go like, hey, 70 years old. That would have been uh, Korea. Korea. He was a Korean. Maybe, yeah. maybe Vietnam, but yeah. probably Korea. Anyway, Korea, sorry. Not Vietnam. I think Vietnam had been like 60 something, right? 60s. They're getting up there now. We're getting old. 68? But I mean, you're t- I'm talking 75. Yes. He would have been like a, a three star general in yeah. Vietnam. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Go so, ahead. So he, he was um, in New York and he was, so this is, this is a, like a kid growing up. Mm-hmm. With like gangs on Coney Island, you know he's got you got the Egyptian. Did wars. they have color coded top hats? No. Gangs of New York. No, 
Okay, Lord. go ahead. The no. movie sucks. This is this is like the, I mean, the forties. Yeah, you know, but like you know, this is in the forties, probably maybe post-war. I don't know. Okay. Figuring he's a teenager before he goes off to war. Sure. And uh, he has stories about you know, you can just picture his his hair and his leather jacket, you know, shiny. Big, what's that, pompadour? He's got the pompadour. This guy still... 50s, 55s. Yeah, yeah, this guy still at 70 has a little bit of a pompadour. Was he a tunnel snake? I don't know what that means. But I, he told me about jumping trains. He's, he, I, you know, right. I don't want to... So does he know his hobo signs? I don't think he's a hobo. No, no, no. Jump trains. He jumped trains just to get from A to B and he didn't have a car. Okay. 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 Not hobos. You're still describing hobos. Think Joe Pesci. I'm sorry. I didn't want to go there. He's a little guy, dark skinned, Sicilian, Italian, New Yorker, small. It was a radio man. You know what I mean? Okay. Yes. Awesome. Awesome Awesome storyteller. You can sit down, have lunch with this guy, and lunch will run a little long because you got to hear. Bob's stories. Nice. It's amazing. I was reading the you got the dot dot and you got the dash. He's, he's talking Morse <laughs> code. Dead, yeah, yeah, yeah. Every once in a while there's a dash cool and you guy. got a dot You know, you know how it goes. <laughs> Bashy kneecaps with the baseball bat. Yeah. No, he's never said that to me. You cross me in the tennis snakes, yeah. You gotta stick a stick a, a knife in your ribs. That's how it goes. It's a it's a neighborhood thing. <laughs> you know, we've grown up in New York on the streets. It's uh... a <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so yeah, that's the thing. It's never talked about stabbing anyone either. Well, you wouldn't <laughs> talk about stabbing somebody, Dan. You're like, oh yeah. When I was uh, 18, Some I people... stuck a stiletto right up underneath the nipple, and then I twisted. <laughs> like you wouldn't say that to, especially your some, new colleague. Some people would. Although when I worked at Sports Authority, I did meet a guy. Well, my trainer, I guess, was a crusty old, not crusty old guy. He was an older uh, Latino Curmudgeon? guy. Oh. And he was in Vietnam, mm. and he's like. Uh, showing me this weapon or something and he's like oh yeah we use these in uh, Vietnam I'm like you use one of these in Vietnam the mm-hmm. US didn't issue these mm-hmm. he's like well, yeah um, I was in mm-hmm. Cambodia in uh, Vietnam but uh, anyway uh, <laughs> it's like oh okay you were one of those where the US never actually officially acknowledged that we were across the border in Cambodia doing shit <laughs> I see how it is <laughs> in Cambodia yeah. To say, or people that do talk about it, either it's the 10%, 20% that like telling gory stories, or it's the other percentage, small also, but just lies. It could have been that. <laughs> but it was totally like he was talking about something. He's like, I don't know. Yeah, I used one of these in, the, in my. Was it like an FAL or something like that? Like that? Uh, it was an AK, I think. Oh. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't. It was. A, it was I, was, I, don't know, my I was 18 or 19. <laughs> no, I would have been that. I would have been 21, something like that. Regardless, it was just one of those offhand comments that, like, I know he didn't do it to show off because mm-hmm. that guy wouldn't. Because mm-hmm. he was, he was a very like everything was in its perfect order, and like he didn't like people goofing around. Mm-hmm. He didn't like this dude, military guy, <clears throat> through and through. Anyway, <laughs> uh, interesting. Irregardless, interesting stories. It was in Cambodia. He did not have a, a, an accent. Damn. No, he was not a cholo. This he. That's he, irregardless. That's Let's racist, there. Dan. More left there. No, it's quoting I do a I comedy know. show. Fucking Pablo Francisco. Was that Pablo no, Francisco? No, that's um I don't know. Irregardless isn't a word. But my dad loves to use it. Hey, <laughs> uh, uh, he says the name in the thing. Give me that pink can. No no no, no the left one. More lefter. More lefter. Irregardless. Yeah. yeah, that that's a thing. Might have been Pablo Francisco. Who is that? 
I don't know. It might have been Pablo. No. Was it Fluffy? No. He's newer. We are Fluffy's newer. This is older. It's Pablo Francisco. I don't think it was Pablo Francisco. Neither do I. <laughs> Pablo! I heard you've been talking about me. Hey, Pablo. <laughs> <laughs> Pablo. <laughs> Uh, for all of you uninitiated, Pablo Francisco is fucking hilarious. Y'all yeah. should should check that out. Good impressions. Uh, definitely good impressions. Good good comedy. And the irregardless thing, we will find out eventually. I'm about, we'll post it in the show notes. That's not a thing because I'm not. I've not been doing show notes because I'm a lazy motherfucker. Oh. I will get around to that eventually. The only show notes I read. I've never read a show note in my life. The only show notes I read are the podcasts that say, no one reads the fucking show notes and they put, you know, bullshit down in there like, blah, 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 blah. No one reads the show notes, blah, 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 blah. Nobody reads this. I can just uh, say whatever the fuck I want. Yes. Bullet points look official. (laughs) They say say shit. (laughs) This is the first bullet point and this is the second bullet point. Yeah. No one's reading this. Look, italicized words. (laughs) That's like my, uh, my work. So we're supposed to put a footer on the end. That's the confidentiality footer. It's uh, like of emails and stuff. Yeah, which oh, is like a joke. I, I agree. So my confidentiality footer is not. This message is confidential and only intended for the the intended recipients. And you this, should, if you do receive this by mistake, you should delete it and all of da. Mine is like, I'm a public official, and as such, all of my correspondence is open and to the public record. I acknowledge this and understand that how all of my official correspondence is privy to anyone who wants to look at it. And so it's like, it sticks very closely to the standard one, but then mm-hmm. it's like, uh, if you do receive this message in, inadvertently, you must delete the message and also dispose of all of your computer and including your peripherals <laughs> yeah. and like, I have to go find it, but it's fucking, it's, and it's, you know, it's in super light font at the very bottom of the thing. No one has ever read it. It's been like that for five years. I've gone through and, two different bo- like, and no one has set fire to their car, which is clearly at the end <laughs> exactly. of my message. Exactly. So it's a thing that no one reads. It's wrong anyway because or you of, always send your emails to the right people. Maybe that's true. <laughs> all of our emails are public record anyway, so it's true. wrong anyway. Yes. So it's dumb. It's just like, why is this even here? Our emails are not confidential. Hmm. What about like uh, we there? We don't have trade secrets. We don't, there are no exceptions to that. But what about all of like our HR or uh, benefits? Like the help, like you know, uh, that's not an email thing. If you need, if you need to do something that is like sensitive with mm-hmm. me, it can't be through email. That makes sense. And it's the same thing as like with with client data. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, not client data, but yeah. like client data. Yeah, I don't really want to say it. With client data, you can't put that in an email anyway because email is inherently insecure. So we can't really do that anyway. So the the there are federal regulations that say it. It's kind of like HIPAA. Like you can't put that stuff yeah. in an email. That's because what I was wondering. It's the people that have to adhere to HIPAA. Mm-hmm. We that have to adhere sense. to SIPA. <laughs> you do too. I mean, you, you're under the same situation. And FERPA. And FERPA, yeah. Which is a new one. Anyway. And NAFTA. Uh, <laughs> I, did you ever have to do the oath of office for the Arizona Constitution? No, I've never been in office. I, I have had to do the oath of office, but I've never been in office. I've signed two pieces of paper for two different school districts that has... Affirmed that I will uphold the Constitution of the State of Arizona from all enemies, foreign and domestic. Which does that mean that when Red Dawn happens, I have to take up arms against the Soviets because yeah. I signed a piece of paper with my state that said I will defend her? Basically, <laughs> have, I, have I been drafted into like some sort of militia in the the state? No, no, no. You didn't get drafted. You agreed. But I, I was a conditional of my appointment. <laughs> you must sign this over the oath of office. When I say that to people, and I took it to a notary, because it's like, you have to notarize this. 
I took her to the notary and she's like, oh, you're running for office? I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> she's like, I've never seen anybody have to do this unless they're running for office. I'm like, I don't know, but they gave this to me and said, you need to fill this out. And I was like, okay. Well, could you actually put John Hancock on the line instead of Mark Harper? I'm, I could, maybe. I, it's HR. No one's ever going to look at it yeah. until there's a problem and then they're going to go back in the thing and be like, well, you signed this thing so we can, we can take all that money back that we gave to you Yeah, the last five years. Whatever. I was explaining that to someone that HR is not... You think when you're growing up that HR is looking out for you. No, HR covers the company's ass. Yeah, duh. Yeah, well, not duh. I, and when I was growing up, I thought HR was on my side. No, HR's, I've known that forever. Well, HR saves as much money as they can for and the company. HR is a giant waste of money for <clears throat> most, most businesses. I'm not speaking about my current employer or anything, because like, I, I automate a lot of processes for them. We've gotten them pretty efficient. But traditionally, HR has always been kind of like a... Bloop. It's a fuzzy thing. It's not like people are not are not scientific objects. Yeah, people have fuzzy boundaries, and that's hard to automate. That's hard to like shoehorn them into a specific path and keep them cost contained and such. So, mm. whatever. So, do you know Arizona's superintendent, uh, the Department of Education, Diane Stetson? Yes, the Arizona Reddit. Arizona schools chief endorses Trump using taxpayer-funded email. Uh, uh, she should fucking know better. <laughs> Here's a question. Mm -hmm. Emails are easy to spoof. That's true. What if she didn't do it? I don't like her, to be clear. And both of us are in education. She's very Peoria, too. And she was Peoria board member. Yeah. So she's from your district. Not yeah. an employee, because board members she, are... She should know no, no political stuff with... I mean, they, I mean, I hear that. Oh, dude, I, I hear that all the time. When yeah. we got, we were up for a bond renewal. Yeah. We, we had, like, the, the assistant superintendent came in and said, as private citizens, off your own time, you we may do this you. when you're outside. We encourage you to let your voice be known because First Amendment, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Leave your goddamn name tags at home, you fucking filthy savages. Yeah. Don't ever use your, your, your work yeah. emails. Don't ever say that it's from the district. Don't print it out on paper. Don't make it look like it's from the district. Yeah. Don't use your position at the district to whatever. It's like, our districts are very clear. Mm -hmm. Do not do this. Yeah. But I don't think that she comes from a background where she has ever been privy to rules like that. <laughs> because she comes from the, she was on the school board, mm -hmm. but... I was about to say something bad about school boards, but they are ultimately uh, my boss, so I don't want to. School boards are n notorious for having... <sighs> say it. Nosy people from the community who don't actually know what is going on and don't know how to govern It's anything. a half and half thing, isn't it? It's a very we half and half thing. You always have a couple guys that are good and a couple guys that are bad. Guys or gals. I say gals and guys in the... It's very rarely guys. Like, our school board only had one or two men, and I don't even think currently has any. Anyway, regardless, it's not a sex thing. It's it's straight up just like, it's made up of members of the community. Mm -hmm. And they may or may not have business backing. They may or may not have education backing. They may or may not have anything to do with anything, but they got their name on a ballot somewhere, and they got a few people to sign their thing, and there you go. That's how you end up with them. They can be a mixed bag. Some of them are good, some of them are bad. She was on the Peoria school board for a long time, and I don't know how she did there, because I was not involved with Peoria. That was when I started at Peoria. She was already on. And then the... <clears throat> Go on. 
when you work in an office, yes. words gets around about the people above you. And that's how all things work. And anyway, dirty laundry does not need to be aired. But long story short, this woman has been a very bad thing. She was not, she's a homeschooler now. She believes, oh, dude, Diane, Doug, Diane Douglas is all about homeschooling. Huh. I'm actually going to have to check my facts on that. I might be wrong. I have a feeling, I remember that she was about homeschooling. Mm-hmm. So she's not even like, it was like, why Why are we putting a homeschooler in, in charge of our public education? I don't know if she's like just, when you look at the balance, you're like, oh, I recognize that name. Check. I don't know. She, have like she went against actually like a super good, like 35 years in public education and like, blah, blah, blah. but Latino Democrat. Mm-hmm. What is Arizona not like? Latino Democrats. <laughs> like, Perfect storm for <sighs> for getting the white lady who is super conservative Republican into office. Yeah. Regardless, she's not been great. She and Ducey, Ducey, hate each other, yeah. which is hilarious because they're both the same fucking person. <laughs> I hate both of them. I'm not, I have no qualms. I do not like Ducey and I do not like Diane Douglas. I do not like either one of them having any power over my state. And they both have a lot of power over the state. Yeah. But they hate each other, <laughs> which is hilarious and time for popcorn. Uh, I don't know where we're at on her recall election or know, anything like either. that. Um, I think I read something like just a week ago uh, more about some other regardless thing she did. She's, she's ridiculous. The governor is ridiculous. All of these people are ridiculous and they're put into power by ridiculous people. <laughs> the state of politics are ridiculous. And don't don't take this to be me as a Democrat. I'm not a Democrat. I'm actually, I mean, I'm probably, I'm between Libertarian and Green, to mm-hmm. be honest. I agree with a lot of things on the Green side, and I agree with a lot of things on the Libertarian side, which is to say that I am fiscally conservative, socially liberal, but I like the Democrats for education, and I would have rather David Garcia be in there. Uh, anyway, the headline is Arizona school chief endorses Trump using taxpayer-funded email. It's another little, like, nail in the coffin of, like, oh, my God, you're not professional. You don't know what you're doing. Not good for this. Yeah. But guess what? You're in power, and that's, we got to deal with that. Next week on Arizona FYI. We're I know you want to wrap this up. Douglas. I, wanna... <laughs> I would love to interview Diane Douglas. <laughs> if anybody's listening to this, and there's seven people who listen to this, if any of you seven people know Diane Douglas or know anybody in her administration, I would love to do an Ask Me Anything. Get me an AMA with her. That'd be great. I would like to get some food. Let's take a break. Uh, there was one thing that I did see. Uh, <laughs> do you outro music. Play us out with something sweet, Mark. I'm not going to do that. actually get that far um we uh we talked about those things i kind of wanted to talk about gta because i've been playing grand theft auto again i don't know if that has wide appeal it might be like magic is to you gta 1 gta 5 i've played gta 1 recently gta 1 the top down wow yeah how was that 
less than less than a year ago. I played that. It's pretty good. I was sitting at a shitty computer. I was like, oh, this shit could probably run GTA 1. So I got on Steam, installed that shit. <laughs> it's on Steam? Well, I bought like a pack, yeah. Uh, Maybe it was GTA do 2. I don't know. Probably 1. Pretty sure it was 1. You would know. Pretty sure it was 1. Okay. I have a little bit of doubt, but pretty sure it was 1. Anyway, <clears throat> was it a Nintendo level game? Yeah. Or was it Super no. Nintendo level game? Nintendo. There were no like... Could have been... Were the graphics like super sharp or were they like kind of muddy? Because if they're super sharp, the, the GTA 1, if they're like muddy and they're more realistic than a Nintendo would be, it would have been GTA 2. I don't know. Either way, it's bad. It's fucking old. <laughs> uh, it's probably GTA 1 then. Yeah. Were there monks and I only nuns? For like 30 minutes. Yeah. Because monks are like. There's. Yeah. No, 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 no. No, 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 the, the uh, yeah, I know. Because GTA 1 is all top down, and you're like a car, and you're going through the city. And yeah. every, now and then one, every now and then there'd be like a group of monks that are all in like brown robes, and they all run in a pack up the side of the, yeah. the street. And you one. get them, they're like super points. That's one. Because yeah. they're all points, yeah. You know the hololololo, Age of Empires 2? I don't remember that. That was the sound, like, I don't know if it was a priest or a monk. Like, when some shit of yours was getting taken, or when, that's what I used. I made a whole bunch of those who would take other people's <coughs> shit. So they'd, like, they'd go, and you'd have a badass unit, and then you'd be like, oh, lo, 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 and it's converting them to your side. Oh, the conversions. Oh, yes. God. I so all of a sudden, this. it would, like, change color. Yeah. You hear the holo. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, doing you work. You love doing that. God. It's all about getting the engineer in the base in, yeah. uh, what was with the Tesla coil? Red Alert. That was when it was Command by Westwood. Yeah, that was oh Westwood games. You get your fucking engineer in there, start taking over their shit. That was like my whole thing. Turtle and then send in the engineers. See, mine was <laughs> turtle until you had the resources to make a thousand... Nukes? No, not nukes. Um, not catapults. Trebuchets. Turtle until you could have like seven trebuchets. Ah, uh, Age of Empires. Yes. Yeah. If a castle takes seven shots from a trebuchet to lower, it only takes one shot from seven trebuchets. <laughs> <laughs> that was my strategy. Or one shot from 14, which is what I would always do. <laughs> yes. Always double what you think is needed. <laughs> I would roll my shit up there all as like one giant unit. Like, here's here's 10 trebuchets. Yeah. And you just hear like... Yeah. And then... Castle's gone. The wall's gone. Yeah. Your cavalry's gone. <laughs> so good. So good. I recently played... Um, what's the one? It's, it's like turn-based... I think there's five of them, and it's definitely like a, an art of war sort of thing. Martin, you know the name of this. It's a, it's turn-based, but it's. I don't play turn-based games so much. It's not the. It's not Rome. There's one that's like Rome, Rome Total War. Yeah, there, it's like that, but it's the one that's more popular. It's. I think it's Civ Civilization. Five. Civilization. Oh. Yes. Civ. Civ five. There's five of them. Civ five. Civ yes. Five. Okay. Playing that. Gandhi. I was just explained why Gandhi is an asshole. Yes. Why? Uh, okay, so the guy at work, the programmer, <clears throat> uh, Gandhi, the peaceful, the peaceful guy, is nuke happy in the Civilization games, or at least one of the one of the early Civilization games had Gandhi in it. Mm -hmm. And Gandhi's uh, war, his like aggression factor was mm -hmm. zero. Mm -hmm. There's a thing that lowers everyone's aggression factor because it's like, oh, global peace. We can institute this one thing, this like 
you can do this thing in the game that will lower everybody's aggression factor. So it's a little more peaceful game now. Mm -hmm. Problem is, is that Gandhi's already at zero. And due to bad programming, Gandhi would go under zero, but because he's not, he's an unsigned integer, unsigned integers can't be negative. So it would wrap to the maximum integer. Gandhi would become the worst aggressive motherfucker ever. So Gandhi would nuke your shit. He would nuke it in the ground and burn you and kill all your, like, that's why, God, like, it's, be so in that original game, that was I why Gandhi would be bad. bad now it's <laughs> just a thing in all the subsequent civilization games, mm -hmm. Gandhi will nuke you. Yeah. It's just been carried over as like a meme now of like, yeah, Gandhi's, Gandhi will nuke your ass. <laughs> yeah, I've it, seen It's that. all because of a programming error that made it so that when you lowered Gandhi's aggression, because it was already lowest, it would ma it would wrap around you and can't be max. go any lower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so civilization is funny because of that. Anyway, I was just told that like yeah. a month ago, and yeah. I did not I did not ever know why Gandhi oh, was a nuker. Yeah, 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 yeah. I always thought it was just like, oh yeah, he's a peaceful guy. He will nuke your ass. I was yeah. like, oh, I never understood the yeah. reason why. It's hilarious. In that game, so um, I didn't realize. So I I was going and trying to conquer my first city, and. I was losing it. Turn after turn, I kept mm -hmm. trying to. I had trebuchet and everything all around this city, and I was trying to destroy that it. It was hard. If you're there not was prepared. always someone there, and it was they were like the cavalry, and there was just. I couldn't take these fuckers out, and it was so many turns, and I kept losing all my, and I was still sending shit that way, and all you have to do is like ride in with your cavalry to where the castle is, and then they stop. But it took me like 10 turns to figure oh. that out. That I needed to actually, to conquer it and take it over, I needed to put a, a, a unit on it. On it. Okay. And I you were riding fucking, up next to it. Dude, I was pissed off for like 45 minutes in my room going, Why would the fucking city die? You know? That's like, There's no one there. And you just have to like, I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to take my cavalry in. And I was ready for some sort of like, some other phase of the game. <laughs> And it was like, oh, it's yours now. It changed colors. I was like, you fucking kidding me. <laughs> I could have done Your that. Your number is higher than its number. 30, yeah, I could have done that 30 minutes ago. That sucks, of, dude. Hate, now I hate that game. No, I don't hate it. I can't get into it. I've never, I've tried right. several times to get into it. What's that, what's that one that you have, which is uh, Mount and Blade? Mount and Blade is really Very cool. on par. No, not at all. Mountain with, and Blade and Civilization are different games yes, completely. But people that like one probably would never play the other. They, they they're different know. games because Mountain Blade is not turn based. Mountain and Blade is no Mountain. Bla if you're not moving, the game doesn't move. So yeah, I guess it kind of is turn based. Everyone goes at the same time, but yeah. if you don't do anything, you can just sit there for a while. But it's a it's like a you know the strategy. It's yeah, kind of. It's a medieval combat simulator. Well, no, that's that's chivalry. That one's fucking cool. <laughs> Mountain Blade is medieval combat simulator. It is. It's it is. It is the top down. The like, here's a map, and your your little like, your three hundred guys are just one horse that runs around. Yeah. And then you you find bandits, and they're one dude that runs around, but it's really seventeen guys. Mm -hmm. The thing is, when you meet, it turns into first person siege. No. Well, oh. yes, sometimes siege. Most of the time, it's just. But it's first person. Yeah, I know what you mean. Or it's third like person. You're yeah. you're you meet on a battlefield. Yeah. And now your cavalry and their like farmers with pitchforks mm -hmm. are doing battle and swords to plowshares, magic weapons, <laughs> plowshares to swords. Okay. <clears throat> it's the opposite of swords to plowshares. Swords to plowshares is a peaceful thing. Yeah. Turn your swords into plowshares. Swords to plowshares is um uh, remove target creature from the game, controllers, game life equal to never mind. 
It's the it's the most widely used creature removal in Magic. Okay, that's that's what it is. One white instant. It's not a it's not a black card. You would probably if I said creature removal, you would probably think of a black card. That's a white card. No, 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 because I've played I've, enough. I, my my color was white when I played. There's a there's a lot of removal in white. White's pretty good at removal. GTA. <laughs> oh, burning cross. That's not where I was going oh. with that. White's pretty good at removal. Well, I just meant like the subjugation of native peoples, the the imperialism. Sure, all of the above. northern Europeans have <laughs> have been so good at. I wasn't necessarily going straight to the clan. <laughs> We're gonna cut this part. Yeah. All right. That's pretty good at removal. GTA. So anyway, I've been playing a lot of GTA lately. GTA Five, and it's cool because like I bought the game once a long time ago and then I bought it again because it came out on PC because it was on 360 so now I'm into it 120 bucks <laughs> then that was like three years ago less than the magic card yes that's why that's what okay so Dan, Dan Dan had told me a story that he spent 120 dollars on a piece of cardboard a to. single piece of tiny cardboard mm -hmm. or he wants to and oh, that sounded ludicrous to me. $120 for a piece of printed cardboard is ridiculous. But then he rephrased it and said, oh, I'm going to spend $100 on my hobby uh, that I haven't spent that much money on in the past. And I've been thinking for three years I want to spend $120 on my hobby. It's been a, a thing that I've been thinking about for three years. And then I talk about my games and I spent $120 on a whim <laughs> to buy GTA. That's not even true. So I bought GTA like three years ago on 360, mm -hmm. played it for a year or two. It wasn't available on PC. Mm -hmm. Then it was available on PC. I'm a PC gamer to start with, so I had to buy it again mm -hmm. because I wanted the PC version ultimately. Did you get it through Steam? I did. Mm -hmm. I get everything through Steam now. Mm -hmm. So I got that, and that was, you know, like a year, two years ago probably. And I played with guys at work. Like we had a little like <laughs> crew going. That was cool. It was pretty fun. I forgot about it. They've been like releasing uh, DLCs and that sort of thing. Um, and one of the most recent ones that they released is like a stunt pack. So now it's, instead of just like, oh, here's a street race with some props and stuff. Harper.dlc <laughs> stunt. <laughs> I thought you were going to be, Mark, little known fact about Mark, was going to be a stunt driver when he grew up. Yes, that is true. Dude, you bought me that game. Um, Stuntman? Stuntman. <laughs> that game was super sick. And also made by the same people that made Grand Theft Auto. There you go. Anyway. Uh, also, Smuggler's Run, if they could remake that. Dude, and Red that. Dead Redemption. Also, I just love Rockstar. Yeah. The the developer, Rockstar. Anyway. All of my favorite games have been Rockstar games. Regardless. Uh, so, the, the stunt thing. Irregardless. The, irregardless. The stunt thing is like uh, these tubes that go up into the sky. And you like... <clears throat> so, there's these tubes that go up into the sky. And like, you have, you have stunt ramps that go into like gigantic 60 meter across tubes that have tunnels that like corkscrew up a skyscraper and then you launch off the top of it and you're like flying for like a half a mile in your supercar and you're shooting flames out the back and oh my god dude and that's GTA that's Grand Theft Auto huh. so <laughs> they have gone cuz people were making little stunt tracks and stuff with the props that they would give you yeah and they introduced a creator so you could create your own races so people okay. were like oh we put a cargo container, we, we like glitched the game to make it into a little ramp, and we could jump off the top of it, and it was fun. They leaned hardcore into that, and they made mm -hmm. a whole bunch of props just for that. So now, stunt races are 
freaking insane. That's cool. So you can actually drive up this corkscrew pipe. That's what you're doing. You're yeah. So imagine like a, a half pipe. Yeah. That's what I'm picturing. A yeah. full pipe. I thought you were going to start doing like. But then like that full pipe right? is like. Like seven car lengths. Okay. You could stack seven cars end to end in that pipe. So it's 60 feet around. Okay. Then you're driving in that. But then that. That's that sixty foot around pipe is now corkscrewing around a skyscraper, all the way up, like a mile into the sky. And then there's a jump on the end of that with a boosting pad, that boosts you across a mountain, and then into like a landing area, and then like <laughs> it's just insane. Well, I mean, we're in 2016. Where are my real life boosting pads? They should put you those know what on on ramps. I want. On I, want I want racing. That's like that. I want like Death Race 3000 where it's just like vehicular combat, people shooting each other's cars, like the shit blowing up. I want that. We can't do that because it's unethical, right? We can't put humans in there. But we're at the point now where you can have first person view racing. You can put on glasses and you could have a giant remote control car with like guns and bombs on it. And we could have this in the middle of the desert with nobody around and we could all be driving these things and we could have like a sport out of like deathmatch cars. VR... Twisted not metal. even VR because it wouldn't be virtual reality. It would be like telepresence. You're inside sure, this car okay, and you're okay. using all of its little but things. But to me, I would have to be virtual reality. Uh, FPV. So, you know, drone racing? Mm, like little no, drones. Oh, yeah, I've seen it. but It's called FPV. It's the first person view. of Like okay. you put on the glasses and you're seeing through your drone. Your drone is your yeah. drone is now your view. Yeah. And you're racing through an abandoned warehouse with like 10 other drones and you actually have a race course and you guys are like racing each other and like bumping other drones. It's That's a sport now. That's the thing that people do. So you are flying through this building, I'm mm -hmm. using quote fingers, and it's basically like pod racing from Star Wars. It, it looks like that if you look at their view. Mm -hmm. And these guys are just sitting there with remote control things and they have visors on. And they're just like, they're not, but they're flying through this thing and it's like, you know, breakneck speeds. They're like split second decisions where there's yeah. drones about to hit a wall. And it's not a video game. This is a physical object that's flying yeah. around this place that can cut heads off. Like... <laughs> This is a cool thing. So I want to make that bigger. I want to use cars. Twisted I to, metal. I want twisted metal. We don't have to have people inside those cars. Just make them radio controlled. And then just have a destruction derby with remote control first person view cars. Televise the shit out of that. Put cameras on everything. Pay-per-view. Pay-per-view it. Whatever you got to do. That would be sick as hell. <laughs> anyway, that's what I want. I would watch it. I don't want to play twisted metal. I would sponsor it. I would, I would pay money to put my name on one of those cars. Just your age. The Arizona FYI destruction derby car just which, killed the fucking Coca-Cola car. That's tied in <laughs> to the with the big wheels on it, and he's like, he is the but. Or would you take like the Ghost Rider? What the go from Twisted Metal? You had the like guy that looked like. Jax oh, I would always be the. I would. I would be the ice cream truck. <laughs> yes, <clears throat> the ice cream truck was the best one. Something like Bad Mr. Frosty. No, that. Was, yes, that something was, like that. that. Was Clay Fighter. What was? Oh, uh, Clay Fighter too. What was the name of? Uh, the ice cream. Dude, I don't know. My Twisted Metal started and ended with my dad's laptop. Dude. Oh my gosh. I borrowed I someone's 15. PlayStation for that. Yeah, 15. 15 <laughs> borrowed someone's PlayStation to listen to the show. And I love that album from Rob Zombie, too. It's Twisted Metal. The too. Twisted Metal soundtrack was great. Anyway. I want to play that now. Yeah. So Grand Theft Auto was fucking insane. They also have a VIP mode where one player, like, if you have, if you have enough money, you can register as VIP. And then you can, like, create jobs for people to go on. So now you're like, oh, I just I just bought a crate of goods from an NPC. 
you guys, you're the four guys who are like working for me now, mm-hmm. you guys need to collect that and bring it to my warehouse. So now you can like sit in your office and have like people working for you in GTA to like, I'm ferrying the boss's goods. It's it's dumb and it's super involved. Are now. you a VIP, Mike? No. Do you do? VIP I have been. Players? It's not all it's cracked up to be. Like I'm not good enough player mm-hmm. to justify having people work for me because there's modes like, oh, now everyone in, the, in everyone in your map, there's like 16, 16 people who all have like. Harrier jets with explosive ammo, oh, God. like v- armored personnel carriers and tanks that are going to come after you. Here's a mode where the VIP has to stay alive for five minutes, and he can't five leave minutes. this block of buildings. I'm not good enough, and I can't as- inspire three people to guard my ass well enough against fucking Harriers and tanks and APCs and like Harrier jets, dude. So there's a Harrier jet, and I'm collecting, I'm working for this guy, and I'm, I'm collecting his, like, loot, right? And the loot is in a, um, uh, the, the armored car. So just, like, the armored car that goes and takes, you know, goes from bank to bank and takes cash mm-hmm. on an armored car. So I'm in one of those, and I'm trying to get it back to his warehouse, which is across the map. But this other person who randomly, like, gets a thing like, oh, you should kill this guy because he's ferrying stuff for his VIP. And everybody gets that in a level, and it tells them where you are. <laughs> So now he has a blip on his map. He's flying a Harrier jet with explosive gun, like his machine gun does explosive damage. Rounds, explosive rounds. Explosive rounds in a in a in a hovering planes gun. So now I'm driving this fucking thing that's like <laughs> 30, 40 miles jump. an hour. Like I'm like putt, 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 putt in a gigantic billboard sized vehicle. And I'm dodging like and just right across my fucking bow. Just like Holy crap, man. And there's three other guys who are like outriders now. They're they're like my guys. And they're trying to protect me. So they're like, one of them would jump off the motorcycle and like shoot at the Harrier with a fucking like <laughs> a homing missile launcher. And the Harrier would be like, Phew! he would dodge it. And I'd get like another block down the way. And then all of a sudden the Harrier would come back around like, and it'd be like, Oh my god! And he, he, I'd get behind a building, so now he can't shoot me, so he has to go this way. And then, like, the other guy jumps off, and he's got, like, a machine gun. He's like, shooting at the Harrier jet. And it just gets, like, fucking insane. Holy crap, man. Did you deliver the goods? Yeah, I got it that one time. You beat the Harrier Turns out the armored car can withstand a few explosions. Okay, that's Which is good, because it was like, oh god. A strafe on you. Someone was strafing Yes, strafing me, but with, with each individual bullet being a fucking grenade. Just... Mm. Oh, man. It lends itself to just like, oh, nothing's going on. I'm just going to go over here and get this thing, and then all of a sudden, oh, my God, it's like the worst possible adrenaline rush. Harrier Jets remind me of, is it True Lies, where Arnold Schwarzenegger, yes. and he has like... It's the Osprey, or the Harrier, or whatever. The it's the, the, the vertical takeoff and landing oh, yes. jet. That's like... And Elijah Dushku was his daughter. I don't remember that. Yeah. I can't tell you much. I think, are we reindeer games? No. Clear and Pleasant Danger. No, it was... <laughs> Patriot. Harrison Ford. Patriot. Patriot. Those all, those... I don't know. I don't think this I've ever seen This was Arnold Schwarzenegger. And it was the guy who was like... So Jamie Lee Curtis does a striptease? I don't know if Jamie Lee Curtis is in it. If that, then that's True Lies. Jamie Lee Curtis was in True Lies. I think that's where the thing was. This is the one with... I think it's the one where the guy is recording... Like the the terrorist guy, and he's like, "Is it batteries?" And it's it's it, the battery in the camcorders are dying. <laughs> During his speech about, I don't remember. Never that. mind. All right, <laughs> let's just call it true lies. <laughs> Fair enough. 
Yes, it is a, it's a hovering jet. It's insane. Anyway, that's what I've been doing. That's my hobby lately. Mm. Trying not to spend money because you can totally spend money on fake cash. And I'm like... Space bucks. <clears throat> well, it's... it's I have a job. I'm, a, I'm an adult. Yes. Do I spend four hours trying to grind this thing? Or do I spend three bucks? My job pays me enough to where three dollars is like... Probably... I probably pee three dollars. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, when you take the, the, t- the 15 minute break or whatever, I, I, I earn more than $3 in 15 minutes. So like, as an adult, there's a, there's a decision of do I spend four hours or do I spend 15 minutes? Oh no, I gotcha. Totally easy to just be like, eh, here's three bucks. Yeah. Here's three bucks. Here's three bucks. Here's three bucks. Here's three bucks. Nickel and dime you. I that. don't do that. I, I go like, if I'm going to do this, it's going to be 20 bucks. It's going to yeah. be six, like every six months and be like. I've gotten 20 yeah. bucks of enjoyment out of this. There you go. Yeah. I've, uh, I bought four on Elder Scrolls Online. I, I spent 20. So I got the game for 20 and then I spent $20 on their space bucks or whatever. Space bucks. Now, do you pay a subscription for ESO? I don't. Okay. Well, don't. see, that's worth it to me. If you were paying a subscription 15 bucks a month and also buying things, that would be a problem. <laughs> Actually, when you get the, when you get the subscription, they give you 1500 space bucks. So. What are they called? Why do you keep calling them space bucks? Because it's internet monies. (coughs) Is Bitcoin space bucks? Um, No, I think that's more of a currency. You can go between, you can, you can. So actual space bucks in EVE Online, are those space bucks? Space bucks is. Because EVE Online, you can actually transfer them for actual currency again. So you can buy them. Like Second Life or whatever. uh, Well, it's more like. You can sell them to players. Oh, okay. Uh, so you're buying game time, which mm-hmm. is Plex or whatever, yeah. in EvenLine, and then you can sell that to other people mm-hmm. for real money again. Little loopholes, stuff like that. Yeah, it's it's an unofficial. It's a gray market. Like, yeah. I think they don't they don't police it. So it's it's definitely like a, you can buy this thing and then sell it again. Wow, has the Second wow. Life thing was like, eh. yeah, <laughs> that was that was a whole different thing. So this is just like you're spending cash on their money that you can't you yeah, can't really totally. you can't get it back out. Yeah, not easily. I don't think. No, I I'm sure know. you could. I mean, you could somehow buy upgrades and then sell the account or something. Yeah, sell an account, sell something for cash. I don't. I if you don't want to lend money, there's ways to do it. Yeah, yeah. I, I just call space books like anything that's online that's like. Like, if that product disappears, then it's fucking gone. Yeah, that is very That's, true. You know? I, I was just wondering why you call it Space Bucks. Because, I do, I understand the ephemeral because nature. Because I like the movie Spaceballs, and that's from Space Bucks. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. That's a, yeah. Because it, it was ESO is a fantasy game, like like elves and dwarves fantasy, and you were calling it Space Bucks, which didn't make sense it's in my like, mind. Spaceballs the flamethrower, so I got a flamethrower <laughs> horse, you know, it farts fire, and it's awesome, and I spent... You know, probably it was probably the equivalent of ten dollars because I sure. wanted a fucking horse at level one. Yeah, because who 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 wants to spend ten levels, which is probably an hour and a half of work, dude? Who wants to spend an hour and a half walking around like a plebe? Yeah, I don't know. pleb, pleb, plebeian. It comes from the word plebeian. People say pleb. Are they shortcutting a word they don't know what it means? I think so. Okay. The kids, the kids with the. Oh, they're doing it. Yeah. They. The kids with the slang call people plebs online, but it comes from the word plebeian. Mm-hmm. I, I cannot reconcile this in my head. Pleb and 
Yeah, it's so I say plebe, but that sounds like dweeb, which is not cool. I'd say it's, I think I'd just say plebeian. Right? Yeah, don't shortcut it and actually use the word as it was intended. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that would be a good thing. Using it uh, makes, you know, the, the word itself plebeian, the more syllables make it sound like derogatory when you're calling yeah. someone else like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm looking down my nose while yeah. I'm calling you, yeah, you're, yes. you're, I am identifying your efforts as plebeian. Just my monocle, yes. <laughs> plebeian. Yes. I see your horse has spots. Mine farts fire. <laughs> you don't even have a horse because you didn't spend the 10 bucks on space box. Yeah. <laughs> Get a job. You didn't buy your 10 space box, kid. One day, that kid will understand what it means to take a dump on company time. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <clears throat> Just remember, kids, getting paid to poop. It's the best feeling ever. Yeah, when you when you when you take a poop in and you realize that you're on the clock, you're like, oh wow. I just earned seven dollars. Wow, how long were you on the can? <laughs> Depends how much you get paid. Yeah, right? I know how much you get paid. It's like I was on the for one minute. <laughs> it also depends on your technique. Sixty sixty times seven. What are you trying to do? I say if if you pooped for one minute and you got seven dollars, then you would be getting Seven times sixty. You're trying hour. to extrapolate that to yes, a, a yearly to salary. Hourly, well, I yeah. Seven dollars for a minute. It doesn't take me a minute to poop. I take. Okay, I can, I can be in and out of a bathroom and do a number two, if I need to, in thirty five seconds. Do you wipe? <laughs> yes. How do you wipe? I can. I can. <laughs> I can. I can do all of the requisite tasks to to get in, get out cleanly, mm -hmm. in a minute. Let's let's just call it a minute. And that includes like opening the door, going and sitting down, getting up, washing hands. I wash my hands for a minute. I feel like there's a lot of danger in this 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 discussion to be no, no. super gross. I don't. I'm I'm probably like I'm underestimating this to make myself look badass. But sure, I wash my hands for probably more than a minute. I don't know. I sing the happy birthday song like you're supposed to. There you go. Regardless, I can get in and out very quickly. My point is. Uh, other coworkers, and I'm not going to name them in case for whatever reason this ever gets out. I have noticed other coworkers if will disappear for mm, 45 minutes, mm. maybe not 45 minutes, uh, 15 to 20 minutes. Yeah, it's a and long time on the can. I will need to go to the bathroom. I go pee. I'll run in there and run out, and I'll be like, "Oh, I recognize those shoes." Shoes. Yeah. So uh, I can go number two in a minute and a half total round trip time from my desk because it's kind of down the hall and everything five minutes okay if i'm trying to do it now if i take my phone and if i sit down and I yeah. read some reddit i will allow myself 10 minutes total total which to me is like i feel like i'm stealing time yeah. because i it's just Your not within my it's not down. my work ethic to be like i'm gonna sit on the toilet and read reddit <laughs> <laughs> some other people feel mm -hmm. that it is within their work ethic to do that and it annoys the shit also, that person leaves early and comes in later than I do. Leaves at the same time I do, but comes in half an hour later. He justifies this by saying he works through lunch, but while he does do that, he also takes two 30-minute shit breaks. <laughs> so, I, all told, the amount of work is not the same. Regardless, this is totally here near, near there. So I work with a guy. <laughs> yeah. Who, um... Oh, and... Go ahead. You work with a guy. I work with a guy. He, um, 
I want to say he's an infamous pooper yeah. in the office. When you go in there, I've never... Here, I'll say it like this. I've never been Time so, or volume? Um, noises. Ew. Sometimes he's watching YouTube and laughing ostentatiously. <laughs> I, ostentatious laugh. I don't know if that's the right word, but no. why would he be watching YouTube I don't, audibly? I don't... If you're watching YouTube, I don't take your know. fucking earphones with you. And he's laughing out loud. You can hear he's on, he's on his phone. Anyway, does he, are, are, does he take longer than normal? Uh, yeah, he's fucking watching YouTube. Well, okay, <laughs> you can you can do your business in like three minutes or watch YouTube while you're like being responsible with your time in the bathroom, or you can just be in the bathroom watching YouTube. Is he just doing the latter? Somewhere in between. He's probably it's still you can still hear bodily functions while he's watching YouTube. Maybe well, he's. What just, I'm saying is like, is it too long? For most people, yeah. Okay. Longer than average. If it's even like maybe that's too long, you shouldn't be looking like you're just sitting there watching YouTube. If it's maybe too long, you should be making noises like, oh, I'm really trying to pass this. Oh, God. That's where you need to like ham that up to make it look like you're actually trying to do something. I have never, yeah. It's... As a future boss, Dan, I know what to look for. <laughs> just saying. I've never, this is the, when I'm, when I have to go, uh, Disco number one. Yep. And this gentleman. Yep. Is quote fingers is pooping. <laughs> is going number two. I've never felt more uncomfortable standing at a urinal between a wall. Yeah. And this person. He's not always watching. TV. Is he? Not, is he? He's watching it audibly. Like you can hear mm -hmm. what he's watching. No headphones. Yeah. I always. That thought, is oh, inappropriate. It's odd. It makes you. No, that's inappropriate. That that is weird. It's weird. Oh. I don't care if you go to the bathroom. Like if I was a boss. As long as you get your shit done, like, yeah, as long as you shit done, as long as you're getting your work done, I don't care what you do. I'm not yeah. gonna like. I'm not gonna say like, smoke oh, you came back 25 minutes. Like yeah, smoke breaks. I don't, I don't. I don't. You can hear him in other rooms, like down the hall in other rooms when he's in the bathroom. Okay, that's fucking. Yeah. Well, are you still in the deck? No, you're in the down. Oh yeah. How is that laid out? Because that seems like a more modern office than the deck. Maybe it goes through the ceiling. Weird. Ours, like, you can't hear anything from ours. He's loud. That's messed up. Really loud. Is he doing, is he worth, is he worth having around? I other know, reasons. He's a programmer. I'm no longer a programmer. So I don't Is know. it somebody I know? No. Okay. The person that you know could talk to, about this person. Okay, good. We could do a good impression of this person. And Fair enough. Speak. Is... All right, sorry, sorry, everybody, playing the home game. We just established who that was, and Dan has talked to me about that before. <laughs> anyway, that's unfortunate for him, yeah. and unfortunate for you to have to listen to that. And it, I'm sure it's awkward other. when you look at other people. And you and be see like, the shoes. The shoes, it's always like... Well, yeah. Okay. Actually, you didn't even look at the shoes. You can hear it when you walk in, coughing or something. Yeah. You, you know. People know. Like... Even if you don't know the shoes, you just kind of know who's in there. It's something about humans. You can just sense the energy. I hate when I have to, when I'm like, I have this. Working in a school district, I know the places where I can go for a private can. Oh, yeah. Usually it's when mine is taken by that guy who takes Thanks a sweet-ass time. And also the business, the like the business services one is, the ed services one is taken. Anyway, inside baseball, airing dirty yeah. laundry. Long story short, I don't, I don't abuse my poop times. <laughs> I try not to. I like to look like I'm working at least. 
Yeah. Uh, you know, I get my stuff done. That's what you need to do. Uh, don't worry about it. But don't look like you're just fucking around on YouTube. That's messed up. <laughs> so weird. I'd say I'd say I have a pretty good clock. Uh, three and four, or three to four minutes, leaving to go use the restroom, and getting back. I, mean, I think that's fifteen minutes is acceptable if you do it once a day. I don't care about that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Thirty minutes is pushing it, and it's not okay to do twenty minutes twice a day. Once in the morning, once in the afternoon. And if I can schedule your poops, if I can be like, and I'm pointing to my wrist like I'm looking at a watch, if I can be like, and now he's getting up. That's wrong. <laughs> Nobody's that regular. That's just you going like, oh, time to do some Reddit. And I know he's a, he reads Reddit, so. Never mind. Everybody poops. Everybody poops. Everybody poops and everybody gets paid to poop at least once in their lifetime and it's glorious. Mm. It just puts a gentle smile on your face. You're like, yeah. yeah. And if you don't get paid to poop, you should try it sometime. <laughs> just have somebody stand out there with like a dollar and be like, thank you. <laughs> oh man, good. Just job. so you know what it feels like. Here's a dollar. Yeah. You did good work in there. Was that YouTube? <laughs> Man, such Chocolate rain. Oh, that is so appropriate. Chocolate rain. Gross. Chocolate rain on the stuff. Why did you even see? I don't thing? know. I was trying to think of like what what uh, YouTube thing could I bring up, and that was the first thing that came to mind, and also the most appropriate. Most appropriate. Chocolate I can see him like the microphone and then coming back. Chocolate <laughs> rain. Yes. Anyway, Zonder. <laughs> That's you a thing. His name? I listen to a lot of podcasts, Dan, and Amazing. podcasts tend to center around internet culture, and he was big for a minute. Tay Zonday. He actually comes back up every once in a while because yeah. he's a very good ex uh, example of like, did a thing, received notoriety, good or bad, disappeared completely. <laughs> Thought he was going to be a thing. No, wasn't a thing. He might show up eventually. Thank you, Bob Dole. Anyway, so. I want to play TF2. I don't really want to play TF2 anymore. No. no. Do you play Overwatch? No. I missed the fucking boat on that one. Overwatch? I know what it is, yes, oh, okay. but no, I have not played it. I have no desire to play that. I do have a desire to play Battlefield 1. Have you seen the trailer for that? No. David played the beta for it. I'm gonna show you the first minute, the first second of this trailer. And I wanna know if you react to it the same way I did. <clears throat> All right, Dan. Feast your eyes on Battlefield 1. All right, the first 12 seconds of that trailer, the official gameplay, or the, the official release trailer teaser. What are your impressions? Melee. Pele. Me melee. Me melee. Melee, yeah. Battlefield has had some melee in it. Yeah, but not with sand dunes and 
spiked maces. Is that a mace? The spiked mace with the gas mask guy. Something. That's not what I was interested in. Uh-huh. What was the other part of that? They just frostbite wizard stuff. I don't know. Sand dunes, horses, mm-hmm. swords. Yeah. Battlefield. Yeah. Battlefield, like guns and That's what I'm modern thinking. combat and That's drones and modern. Battlefield modern. One is about World War One in North Africa. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I couldn't tell if it was how old it was. The Red Baron shows up. Trench warfare. Fucking no, not trench warfare. This is North Africa, buddy. Not trench warfare. Tanks, biplanes, horses, swords, Saracens. Mustard gas. Mustard gas. Triplanes. Okay, a little bit of trench warfare. Flamethrower. Artillery. Zeppelins. Zeppelins. Ah. <laughs> All I have to say is I about wet myself when I saw that. I was like, oh shit. Oh shit. Oh shit. Is Battlefield not on PlayStation? I don't know. Hmm. I've always played on PC. That's where I'm going to play it. Hmm. Battlefield 1942 was amazing. The like you can play as the guy on the ground trying to do the invasion of Normandy. Mm-hmm. You can be like crawling up the beach, shooting at fucking Nazis. Like oh my god, dodging the the shells and everything. Or the cool thing about Battlefield is you can also be in the plane bombing the motherfuckers. Or you can be driving the fucking battleship that is shelling the Germans from the water. Mm-hmm. All of that is happening at the same time, which was sick. It was groundbreaking when it first happened. Like mm-hmm. the first time Battlefield 1942 was. Yeah, that came out. I was like, "Oh my god!" The different levels of battle that are all happening right now—it's a first-person shooter and a strategy game, kind of at the same time. Like, mm-hmm. wow. Then it became like modern sh- modern warfare and whatever. Yeah. like kind of shitty. Uh, Battlefield and the other one. What's the other one? Call of Duty. Call of Duty. So like those ones kind of competed into like, oh, look, we're in some Middle Eastern country and we're in the near future and there's drones and stuff. What about Gears of War? What are you going to have? I hate that. I don't even want to talk about that. Okay. That's for that's for children. <laughs> Gears of War is for Halo children. Halo. It's for people that play Halo. I know I have coworkers who are 30s that play Halo. Halo's for children. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jim. I'm sorry, Sheldon. Halo is for children. Moving on. Gears of War is the same thing. You're going to say the same thing about Pokémon, aren't you? <laughs> Pokemon is also for children. I have no problems with that. We, but we missed we missed both Halo and Pokemon by a matter of three years. Yeah, we were a little old for that. Like, just, but just by like three to six years. But those things there. are specifically made for children. What what did we get that we are still interested in that is for children? We didn't have a thing like that. Magic the Gathering. Okay, you do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I have Minecraft, which is ostensibly for children, but I love that fucking thing. Abby loves it. It's a great. It's a great thing. Anyway, so Battlefield One, nice octave. <clears throat> it's a great thing. Battlefield One is gonna be awesome. Battlefield, <clears throat> can't even do it. Do <laughs> you fuck me? I'd fuck me. <laughs> Put the lotion in the basket. Put the lotion in the fucking basket. Uh, Battlefield. Anyway, 
North Africa. Uh, did you see in there the artillery train? There was a train uh-huh. with cannons on it, and the train was moving, and the biplane was strafing the train while the train was shooting at the planes. Hmm. I want to do that. Were there I any, want to go to there. Were there any automobiles? I bet you there are. There are planes? Trains. And automobiles? I bet you there were. There was a Zeppelin at the end of it. Is John Candy in this game? John Candy's dead, Dan. He died during Wagon's East. I'm sorry to say. Also, it's a very good movie. If you ever want to see Dr. Cox being gay, Wagon's East. We need to do a whole episode about Gene Wilder. I don't think I could do justice for that. I knew several of his roles, but I really didn't know his key roles. Willy Wonka, I know. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know Young Frankenstein. Karen's favorite fucking movie. I didn't know it. You never seen him tap dance with the monster? No, not really. Ah. I think she's made me watch it, but I do not remember that. Hmm. I need to watch Blazing Saddles again. Blazing Saddles is a beautiful movie. I really love that movie. (laughs) It's Hedley! (laughs) Richard Hedy Lamar. It's Hedley! (laughs) A black sheriff? Well, it worked (laughs) worked in Blazing Saddles. Oh my god, that's a great movie. I love how he, oh, I can anyway, quote that thing anyway. all day. Mongo. Stopped. <laughs> Mel Brooks is a fucking genius. Yes. I love Mel Brooks. I love the good movies. documentary um, that had him sitting down. And yeah. yeah, Mel Brooks. Uh, there's a podcast. Same. How did this get made with uh, <clears throat> Ghetto Gap, bald hair, white guy? Madonna? Yes. Uh, Paul Shearer. Madonna. I learned a new word, Dan. Bingo wings. Madonna, bingo wings. Is that what I have? Uh, uh, do you play bingo? Bingo. Bingo, <laughs> bingo wings. <laughs> anyway. Underarm flabby bingo wings. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Madonna had them. Madonna. Okay. Here's the thing. If a woman has this, or if anybody has those, I don't really care. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Like, I'm very accepting of bodies in all shapes and sizes, etc. When you are fake as fuck like Madonna is, and you want to be perceived as a young person, and you you make your whole entire thing about that, and you get fucking plastic surgery, and you get makeup, and all this shit, and you dress like a fucking teenager, I'm going to point out whatever flaw you have, because it's hilarious, because it's anti to whatever you're trying to put it forward. Madonna had bingo wings, and like the, the Ali G crossover, that Madonna and Ali G got together. Oh. Do you remember that? Madonna had this video or something like 10, 15 years ago and Ali G, Sasha Baron Cohen uh, Ali G did like a parody of it or something yeah. that's how I, I, I associate I don't know why I'm doing this I associate those two things together for some reason like they happened around the same time and that um, that was when she had the bingo wings oh anyway. cool story cool story bro Clinton launching TV ads in Arizona, a state normally red. What do you think about that, Dan? Next week on Arizona FYI, we'll have Hillary Clinton and Diane Douglas. I don't think that's going to happen. Having a fist fight. Fisticuffs. I would pay that to see that. Who would win? Bernie Sanders. (laughs) (laughs) Bernie Sanders would win that fight. You think we're going to go blue? In this election? What does that mean? Do you think we're, uh, as a state, do you think we're going to vote for Trump or Clinton? Uh, as a state. Um, as a state. 
Remember, there's probably more people in Phoenix than there are in the entire state of Arizona, if you accept Phoenix. What about Tucson? There are more people in Phoenix Metro than there are in Tucson, Flagstaff, etc. Yeah? Yes. But that is not to say that, that Phoenix will vote blue. I'm kind of hoping that they vote green, but you know. I'm actually registered to green now. Yeah, just throw my vote away, you know. <laughs> Maybe they'll get the two or three percent they need for that. That's why I'm doing it. It's yeah. Like literally is just to be like, uh, I don't like the Democrats or the Republicans. I've been hoping that for twelve years now. And the Libertarian Party, I only disagree with Gary Johnson on two things mm-hmm. out of his major like twelve platforms. So did you see that the Facebook image that went around with like all the different platform things? I've seen something like that before, yeah. So it shows like the three candidates and then I actually added on green. Oh, I saw that. It, it lists their positions on certain things. Uh, Johnson and Stein, fucking similar, all the way down. Mm-hmm. Net neutrality, Johnson said no regulation. Stein said yes regulation. That's the only thing I differ on. It's the only thing that makes me go green over libertarian. There you go. Anyway, my point is I want to see a third party or a fourth party. I want to see the, the public voting system change. This is not a thing that we need to talk about because... People will call me naive or a dreamer. I was talking to my dad about it. He took me out for my birthday, which was actually like August 27th, which is not my birthday. It's a while after my birthday. <laughs> Went to Hula's Modern Tiki. Karen and I had a light rail adventure. Mm-hmm. Light rail is fun. It reminded me of riding a train. <clears throat> uh, riding a train is great. I love riding trains. I'm trying to think of how to phrase this. I don't have a way to phrase that. You touched a rail of, uh, in the train. No, we watched a we watched a really really drunk guy get taken off the train by the light rail security, and then left to his own devices after he got off the platform. So they would be like, "Sir, you need to get off the platform." So they got him off the platform into traffic. And then he stumbled around for a while on Central Avenue while traffic's coming and going. And they just stood and watched him. And he'll get home eventually. And then he got on the track. And we're like, uh, he's going to get hit by the next train. But he's not going to get hit by the next train because they can see him. Like, they're not going to hit this guy. So we weren't really afraid of his... His... Demise? We were not, we we're not like, we're going to see a guy get hit. We're like, he's keeping the train from coming to us. <laughs> Which, I, dude, like... Yeah. I don't want to see a person die. I don't want that. Yeah. I don't want him to die. I don't want, like, I don't even want that to happen when I'm not looking. Like, I didn't want that. But he's going to make our train late. <laughs> so, could somebody, like, this is in your job as a human being to get this guy across the street so he doesn't, like, hurt himself or somebody else. It's also in your job because you're fucking light rail security. You should fucking do something about this. He's just traipsing around on the tracks for, like, a minute and a half, two minutes. Like, the guys are just leaning up against the ticket booth, just, like, watching them happen. Anyway, long story short, this guy was so drunk, they should have just called the cops and just, yeah, like, had him taken... Intoxication, whatever. Sure. Just get off the yeah. fucking road. Yeah. They couldn't do that. Anyway, long story short, light rail is great. It's public transportation. And you have to remember, like, oh, you take the good with the bad. That's how it goes. We, uh, Linda and I probably use it Three times a year. One of those times is always 
or Comic-Con. Yeah. That's always good to watch. Yeah. Lots of costumed people being stared at. Yeah, it's like two-thirds, three-fourths costumed Comic-Con people wearing their badges ready to go to the event. Light Rail is always the regulars, and then, and then like two-thirds full of whatever happened, whatever's happening, happening at the moment. Yes. So there's some some people that it's it's fun to like watch the people watching the people. You know? <laughs> yeah. You got a bad habit of that. Yeah. So it, it was a reminder of like, oh yeah, uh, urban areas have a lot of problems, but it's nice that we have this. Anyway, we went to, did I tell you about the government 101 session that we went to? It was about homelessness. It was a panel. Doesn't ring a bell? Just of it. Yeah, that's all you need to know. It was like Karen and I went downtown, listened to a panel of experts, uh, a police officer, a couple of people from the city, and a couple of people from one of the homeless outreach centers, <clears throat> talk about homelessness and actually how it's like, it seems to be, they're bringing a more scientific evidence-based approach to it and it seems like the problem is, is within reach of being eradicated, mm-hmm. <clears throat> mostly through housing. So if you get them housing, they're no longer homeless. The Section 8 deadline's coming up very soon to apply. Like <laughs> okay. A, like it's in like a week or two at the end of the month. I don't know September. that. I don't know the specifics of how it all works. Anyway, go on. Uh, long story short, they, it seems like there's a positive message coming from all of the stakeholders involved that are kind of like, okay, we could probably have this handled no. sometime soon. Like, there will always be some amount of homelessness, but we're changing the approach and it, the outlook is positive. So it's not a magic bullet. It's going to take a while. It's actually cheaper to do it the way we're doing it now, which is good. We're giving them housing, which sounds like we're going to spend a lot of money. It's actually cheaper than having them go to the the emergency room 287 times, like this one guy who's in there every day. And anyway, one of the things that they said that they, how they identified like problem people, mm-hmm. like uh, how they identified individuals who kept coming into the system, they went to the emergency rooms and went, who do you know? Yeah. And the doctors would be like, well, <laughs> this guy will be in tomorrow. Yeah. It's like, how do you know that? Like, well, he's in every three days. For whatever stupid thing that he did this week. And they have a guy, they called him like Mr. 287 or something. Like he's been in there 287 times. And he's going to be in there 289 and 295. Probably 400. Yeah. And every single time he goes, that is a drain on the system of many thousands of dollars each time. Mm-hmm. And he's just going to keep coming back until he dies. Because nobody's nobody's going to help him at all. And the idea is you give him a place to live. In a distributed home, not in a giant, like, you don't put them all in one place. Mm-hmm. You distribute them throughout the communities, and then you bring the services to them. So normal people have friends and family and people, like, a support structure. Your neighbors can help you out. So you're giving all of those services to them with people that you can... So you have, like, social workers who will go there and give the same services that, like, a family member would. Of just the support of, like, having somebody show up and, like, make sure you're okay and make sure you got some food. Or, like, make sure you took your medicine today. Whatever they need. Yeah. And even if they're still doing heroin, even if they're still like drinking themselves to death, give them a house. Give them housing and give them the services there at a fixed address and that will help them. Mm-hmm. Because how do you how do you how do you bring a guy on methadone, like other than having like a methadone clinic to get him off of heroin, he has to come to that place. Well, if he can't get to that place because he doesn't have transportation or whatever, you can send somebody to his fixed address. Well, if he doesn't have a fixed address because he lives under the bridge, mm-hmm. 
how do you get him his medicine? How do you, if he needs uh, antipsychotics, how does he keep those, a supply of those for five days? He doesn't. How do people, how do you give him a place to not get shit stolen? You can't. Mm-hmm. Like, they need to give them a house to, to give them a stable place that services can be rendered. Security. And that sounds expensive, but it actually turns out to be much less expensive depending on, like, they're not re-entering the system. They're not a drain on healthcare costs, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Or they're less of a drain and it can be managed a lot better. So that's the kind of the, the change is like they want to do housing more than social services. Uh, combinations, but they, they're changing the approach and it sounds positive. That's good. Um, I don't remember why I was talking about that. Regardless, the outlook is good. Oh, so light rail. Irregardless. <laughs> more laughter. Uh, light rail was fun. It's an adventure. I love it. I'm glad that it exists. We built it, you bastards. So, long story short, I'm going to sell my house and live on the light rail. <laughs> <laughs> if only. If only I could live downtown. That'd be great. Next week, podcast going to be you from the light rail. My new address will be Montebello 2. <laughs> I don't know if I could edit out all of the noises on the light rail. Maybe we'll do that someday. I'll take the zoom down and record some field audio. I don't know. All right, man. Well, uh, uh, again, thank you for showing up again. We'll have to do something that's actually informational and has something to do with history at some point. You should read something about Dollop, Arizona to me. None of that is a thing. No. Now, I, I was going to do uh, the Cool TV Hostage Crisis. Did I ever tell you about that? It was in the 80s. Long story short, a guy takes a news station hostage, says, I need you to write to read my manifesto on the air. Or I'm going to shoot y'all. They do it. Then he shoots them anyway. No. It's the 80s. The cops were nice back then. Oh. They just, they stood in the wings and waited. And the guy was holding a gun to the, to, to the newscaster. Uh, the newscaster was like, we're going to read this. Mm-hmm. Are we on? Okay, let's read it. They try to trick him and he brings his own TV with him. And he notices like, we're not on. Anyway, so they finally get it to where, like, oh, we're actually being broadcast. They read this whole thing. It turns out to be, like, psychotic ramblings, kind of religiously motivated. And anyway, 15 minutes of, like, reading this crazy screed on the air. Next week. I was going to talk about that, and maybe not next week, because the guy just got out of jail, and I don't want to talk bad about somebody who... Is psychotic? I'm not going to make a value judgment on his character, because I do not know where he is now. I don't know if he might have gotten medication. He might have changed his philosophy. He might have realized the error of his ways. He might actually still believe this stuff. And maybe there actually was some kernel of truth that was just hidden in there. And maybe it was valid. Maybe there's something that he was trying to warn everybody about. Regardless, I don't want to poke fun at somebody who can cause trouble. <laughs> so, I don't know. We'll talk about that. There's also the Don Bull's assassination, which is the mafia stuff, which talks about... Uh, there's the Durant's uh, movie that I don't really talk about. There's a bunch of things that I want to talk about, but I don't have anything researched. And that's the thing. So, something next week, which is tomorrow. I'm golfing early. Good times. All right, well, thanks again, Dan. Uh, was there anything you want to plug before we go? Because you do things that are in the public eye. No. Do you want to talk about any any magic things that anybody should should be interested in? Um, Do you want to tell everybody to buy Black Lotus tomorrow because that's your hot tip on the the commodity markets? 
Black Lotus has been a hot tip since 1998. Well, that shows you how long ago <laughs> I thought about magic. Hot tips. I would say if you can come up with some... Uh... Nope. Keeping those to myself. So I mean, I, when do you yeah. become a commodity trader? When do you just start like trading pork bellies instead of whatever it is you're trading? Like tropical ma islands. Magic. Uh, troughs. Um... <laughs> Traps. I bet they call them just bellies. I bought 44 bellies today. 4,400 Well, tropical of... islands are called tropics. You know, trops. Sure. It's a nice trop. Yeah. Bulk for volcanic islands. Okay. Underground or U.S. I'm familiar with how abbreviations work UCs. In, in subcultures. But like underground sea would be a U.C. Anyway. That's, yeah, a, that's an interesting one because then it thinks of like U, U. but it's the letter C, but it's not. It's the, the word C. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Black bordered UC, black bordered foreign, foreign black bordered UC, FBB, UC. But oh, oh man. Part. Yeah. I tell you. What are, what, are, what are foreign black bordered UCs trading so, for right now? Oh, those are probably between five and $800. Or, I mean, it depends on maybe. I don't know if they get to Each a or a set of four? One. What if I was to buy oh. a set of four? Would you get a volume discount? Probably. They'd probably give you the instant and for cash. Like if you go in with a credit card or a cash, like a lot of them are like small businesses and cash. Cash is king. Cash is king for small businesses. They need they need cash for so what if it was gonna pay in bitcoins? I don't space know. Space bucks? Space bucks depends on the game. Okay. <laughs> probably not not. I mean there, so there's also space bucks for Magic Online. There's MTGO, Magic the Gathering Online. It's also called Modo, Magic Online Digital Objects, Modo. Okay. So this is old, and then like they, so they don't, they. Also, I've, I played the original version of Magic Online. Yeah, I mean, I wish I've never, I've, I am, you know, I'm in tech and I am comfortable with change, but. I still haven't bought into Magic. I'm with mind. you. Trading cards can't be on digital form. They are. So uh, I listen to a podcast. There's like a one to one. You're right. Even cardboard objects are virtual objects. Right? I'm sorry, but <laughs> this is interesting. The, the representation of the thing on the cardboard object is a virtual thing. It doesn't exist. <laughs> it's just the idea that's represented by the ink on this paper. But so like, what's the difference than just bits on a on a screen? I liken I liken my my Magic the Gathering cards to comic books or like first edition books. I never got into those either. I don't see the value in that. I, I mean, like if you if you ever didn't get like a first edition Ishmael or something that was like or the proto draft. No, like, first no, edition you, books don't don't interest me either. No? I no. don't have the collector. I don't have an object collector mindset. Ah, uh, okay. I guess. Uh, do you know something about my personality that would suggest otherwise? No. I mean, okay. I do collect objects, but I don't like. I don't have any specific. I don't. I don't attach like intrinsic value to an object. I mean, so that's. I mean, it's tough if you don't have any. Like, I mean, if you're looking at a card that's a, a that's a card that that does something. Like, um, there's this one card, path. Uh, not path. Path of peace or something. It's a crappy card. It's at sorcery speed, costs way too much mana, horrible white removal. Okay. <laughs> and that, it's a common card that 
you know, the ink and the paper and the development is spent just as much time as this other card, but the words on it mean that, you know, this one sees tournament play. So this one is worth less than a penny. This one is worth $5. If you don't play Magic, then they all look the fucking same to you. So. Especially if you're not assigning I, any... I definitely answers. understand that because there's there's something more than just the physical piece of paper. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense to me. And there's, I mean... But I don't see it. Okay, so I'm being uh, I'm being duplicitous here. Of like, yes, I see your point that there's something more than just the physical object, but also I don't see the fact that there's something more there. Because if you look over here, like I have a bunch of records, right? Mm. All of these records have Goodwill stickers on them, and they're all in shitty shape, and like they probably have scratches on them. I'm probably not playing them with the right needle. Like, meh. I like to listen to them every now and then, and I like the fact that they sound shitty because. This is 2016, and there are way better ways to listen to music than getting up every 25 minutes and flipping a fucking record. That sounds like shit, and, you know. Like, it, anyway, it's a thing, though. But, like, even if I had, like, oh, here's the first edition of the Beatles' White Album. You shouldn't Signed by Paul McCartney himself. Wait. And there's a speck of wait, John wait, wait. Lennon's blood right here. I'd be like, that's cool. That, that's, like, five the bucks, Beatles? right? Wait. Paul McCartney was in a band before Wings? Yes. Fake hipster Dan. <clears throat> there was a mainstream effort that he was in before. Oh. The other band that most people don't know. I'm sure lots of people know Wings. It's a generational thing. Our listeners won't. Our listeners probably won't know the Beatles. They definitely won't know who John Lennon is and why a speck of his blood on a record is hilarious. And also not. <laughs> Macabre shit. Uh, regardless, I'm just saying, like, even if I had like an original white album, like it wouldn't be worth more than whatever I could sell it for to me. I have no, I would have no sentimental attachment. Well, of course it's not worth more. Oh, to you, okay. Well, of course it's not worth more than what you could sell it for. <laughs> but I don't know what I have that is worth more than that. Even my my photos, I have, I have 150,000 photos on on. Hard drives of like but events that I've been to, yeah. uh, star shots like mm -hmm. mountains and forests and beautiful landscapes and da, 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 da. if I lost those what tomorrow, I wouldn't mind. Pipes? I don't care about that either. That was oh. an eBay thing. Like I bought, mm -hmm. like, I want to smoke a pipe, some meerschaum tobacco pipe. So I went and bought this in college. That was cool on eBay. It was my first eBay purchase. Nothing it was the first time I ever bought that. And yeah, I, I, I have no sentimental attachment. No, I do have a couple things from my grandfather. I do have a briar heart pipe that's like beautiful, like mermaid thing and like gigantic pipe that's obviously been used heavily. Mm -hmm. Like smells like old everything. That came from my grandfather. I do have a sentimental attachment to that. But ultimately the object isn't the thing that I have attachment to. And I've actually been thinking about this. There's the, the Reddit minimalism sub has a thing, and they, they're kind of dumb sometimes. Like, oh, everything should be minimal. Uh, it's like, everything in moderation. <clears throat> but there's, there's a, uh, a school of thought there that, like, maybe the thing isn't the object. Like, sentimental things, like your childhood teddy bear or a uh, thing from your family, like the heirloom, maybe that's not the thing that is important. Maybe it's the feelings that were attached to it that maybe it was the time that it was in, maybe it was... Just the image of the object. It doesn't matter if you actually have the object. Maybe just an image would do. What if you just tattooed pictures of the things that you remember on yourself? Like, what if you got a tattoo of your childhood teddy bear? Now you don't have to keep the childhood teddy bear in a box in your garage forever. 
And no one's ever going to give a fuck about that. Because everyone has a childhood teddy bear. Even your yeah. children are going to be like, mm, that's cool, Dad. Uh, the yeah. pink one over here that I got at a fair when I was seven was, was better. That's their childhood teddy bear. You know what I'm saying? Like I do. The objects don't have as much meaning as the everything around it. And maybe just an image would be fine. And I'm okay with that. My point with my images is like, if I lost all those images tomorrow, and I've actually kind of lost them because my hard drive went down. I have them on a NAS, but then I looked at my NAS today and actually I'm missing a few. So who knows? I'm going to have to do whatever, if I ever need them to don't. But I'm not selling them. They're not like special or anything. So it doesn't really matter if I lose them. But they are my art. They are things that I created. And I should be way more protective of them than I am. But... Yeah, <laughs> oh, should I mean? Uh, if you were to talk to other photographers, like they would be like, "I can't lose a single one." Oh, even even the shots like where it's like blurry and I accidentally took a picture of the ground, that one's a priceless artifact. <laughs> like there's some people like that. I don't know. I don't have that that impulse. I never really had that impulse about objects. It'd be okay if like objects went away. <laughs> we should all be living in a communist utopia. You just get beans for dinner every night. There's only one kind of toilet paper, and you wait in line for six months to get it. Toilet paper at the district store. Is that be sandpaper? Uh, one thing I learned about government toilet paper. Bring your own. Everything's four ply if you fold it a couple times. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> if you if you put it together and like rub it, so it's like uh, roughing up leather, so it gets all soft. Does that work? I, I don't have a problem with that. My ass isn't sensitive. Like I can rub my ass with sand. Well, I wouldn't rub my ass with sandpaper. But like I could rub my ass with ass with a leaf. Eh, I'd be all right. The leaf would be better than the paper. Probably not as absorbent though. True. Ru uh, not as rough, but not as absorbent. Anyway, <laughs> our topics have run the gamut tonight. I think we're done. <laughs> Thank you. I know. Uh, is there anything else I want to talk about? I feel like there was, but I don't remember what the... Next week on Arizona FYI. Now, I don't want to ever do that because I started listening to Freakonomics Radio, which is an amazing show, but they go next week on that and they spend five minutes telling you about the next episode that I've already listened to because I listened to them in reverse order. Fuck you guys. It's annoying because it's like, oh, next time we're going to do this. That's cool. I just listened to that 15 minutes ago. I'm going to skip the next five minutes, which includes your ad read, so you're never going to, like, I'm not going to get any impressions on that. <laughs> I don't want to do a next week on because with podcasts you don't know how people are going to read, listen to it when I'm going through your archives I'm going to start new and go back or I'm going to start old and go forward but you shouldn't presume one way or the other next week I know he's got FYI what's next week Dan? you'll be fucking surprised ah. I'm not telling you I was surprised not, just now Yeah, I'm not fucking telling you yeah. you're going to have to figure it out and listen next week. Fair enough. That'll do it for another episode of Arizona.FYI. I've been Mark. That was Dan. Check back next week. Next Tuesday, we'll have some history for you. And of course, there's never end to the bullshit. Make sure to check our website, Arizona.FYI. It'll show you all the Facebook, SoundCloud, etc., etc., etc. You can discuss our episodes on our subreddit at reddit.com slash r slash ArizonaFYI. And if you want to talk to us or uh, possibly get an email read on the air, whatever, send an email to mail at arizona.fyi. Thanks again for listening. 
And remember, while you're out there exploring our state, don't forget to bring us along.